Historically, June has been celebrated as Pride Month by the LGBTQ+ community. What started as an uprising has become a time of the year to create awareness and celebrate queer culture. Companies are now hopping on the bandwagon, but many stop at adding the rainbow colors into their logos and don't have any inclusive policies. This has been criticized as rainbow capitalism when June is used for the commodification of queer subcultures. Welcome to Business Line Podcast. I'm your host Amrita. After Section 377 was decriminalized in September 2018, many companies in India are paying attention to how they treat their queer employees. This makes it all the more important to have a conversation about the work culture in India. When Jamila began her career, she was pre-transition in her journey as a transgender woman. Initially when I started my career I was in transition I was working in organization for around 2.5 years that is when I decided I wanted to do transition I know that was not an welcoming organization in terms of my identity but then I wanted to give a try so I just dropped the mail to my director saying I'm so and so person who would like to know your thoughts on my transitioning here and I didn't hear back from them and after a week i dropped them a reminder then i took no response as a response i started moving out of the organization and i started finding job for myself then i got into another organization which is a small scale industry where i confessed my identity and they were okay with it and i joined there and i worked there for around a year though the organization accepted me i could not find any policies uh, pertaining to my identity any medical benefits or general neutral washrooms the basic things that i would expect in an organization was unavailable and i did sense not everybody was understanding and there was no initiation from the management to sensitize the staff on this particular subject i knew that was a red flag then i left the organization now jamila works in an mnc which provides a host of lgbtq plus inclusive policies to all of its employees I feel the sense of belonging here from the bottom of my heart I'm seen and heard valued for who I am and all my thoughts are taken into consideration and they are implemented when I say probably we can implement this those are taken into consideration could you maybe outline a few policies at your current workplace that you think are very helpful for people from the LGBTQ community the first thing is we have a general neutral policy let's say for example when we say medical insurance we say that's a partner instead of saying the spouse or husband and wife and our medical insurance is also covering policy for the lgbt community partner in terms of my identity for a trans person i do have many benefits which are tailor made for the trans community say for example these days we find it very commonly the many organization adopting the policy of gender reassignment surgery under the medical insurance but our organization has gone away beyond where we can even climb our hormone replacement therapy this year we have added updation where we can even cover our laser treatment many indian companies have been coming out with queer inclusive policies hindustan unilever limited for instance supports their employees gender transition this includes coverage for gender reassignment surgery and hormone replacement therapy and png india extends financial and medical benefits to the partners of lgbtq plus employees another important aspect of workplace benefits that can be extended to queer employees is mental health services to understand more about this i talked to vidya dinakaran a psychotherapist from chennai 
it is definitely very necessary to be mindful of the very unique struggles where people come from in a workspace. A couple of the clients that I've also worked with have begun therapy only because the earlier work environment was very violent, homophobic, and that resulted in an actual trauma, especially during the COVID-19 scenario. They saw work from home as a boom because they didn't have to step into actual workspaces. So that is indicative of how much impact it can have on a queer individual. There is a general dearth of queer affirmative practitioners in certain areas in India. It's difficult to know who is taking an affirmative stance. So the company is actually providing a lot of help by already doing that background research and having a set of resources and list of people that people can reach out to. Sometimes they don't always want therapy or counseling. There are also different kinds of support that the company can help them access, like free support group sessions. It's also important if the company can begin to think about financially covering all of the mental health support needs. At least in the last one or two years, few companies have begun thinking about it, where the employee pays for their own session if they have a private therapist already figured out. And the company pays the employees back or they have tie up with certain NGOs and firms or private practitioners and the company pays them directly so that there's no hassle for the employee in that process at all. So these are some steps that the companies can take to make mental health a little more accessible. In. When it comes to queer inclusive policies, Indian companies still have a long way to go. Nirmala Menon a HR professional and the founder and CEO of Interweave Consulting elaborates on how companies can go about doing this. So we have started to understand the importance of inclusion at work and we've also started to understand why diversity is important for businesses to succeed as well from various angles. So there is a lot of conversation and today this is a subject that is in the mainstream management conversations. It is on the agenda of CEOs of companies. Having said that, it is still a fact that we are struggling to figure out how exactly do we go about doing this. It is important that we have policies that will ensure that everybody has equal access to grow and to be given opportunities in the organization. And if that means special efforts for some groups, yes. For trans people, it might be in terms of the medical support leave for for their surgery and uh, hormonal treatments. You know, things like this are important for us to build inclusive organizations. If we make all of these policies and programs available readily and uh, easily, it will become a non-issue. And people who need it will use it and people who don't need it will not even notice that somebody is different. So it is just a question of integrating it into our organizational policies and programs and it not being seen as, oh, we are doing this for this group of people. It's going to take a little time to uh, be part of mainstream conversations, but certainly it's on its way there. Read the full story by clicking on the link in the description. Thank you for tuning in. This is your host, Amrita, signing off. We'll see you soon for another podcast.